0: This morning, charges
1: laid. The man accused of snatching Cleo Smith from a campsite faces court. Vaccine milestone. Australia on the brink of hitting the 80% double-dose target. National Cabinet meets today to discuss the next steps. Borders open. The last restrictions between New South Wales and Victoria gone. And miracle Kill, The UK becomes the first country to approve the COVID wonder drug.
0: This. 7 News with Jodie Spears.
1: Good morning. We begin with breaking news overnight. Police have charged a West Australian man over the abduction of four-year-old Cleo Smith. After 30 hours of interrogation, 36-year-old Terence Kelly appeared in court barefoot and wearing a black T-shirt. He didn't enter a plea and didn't apply for bail. But it could still be weeks before we find out exactly what happened to the four-year-old girl.
2: This is the moment we all wanted, even needed to hear. I
0: have got i I've got her. To... Hey Bobby. Hello. The
2: in. Hey come here.
3: Come here. I've got you, yeah, Bobby. What's
0: your name?
2: You're
3: alright. What's Thank your you name? What's your name, sweetheart? Um, my name is Cleo. Your name You're is right, Cleo. Hello, Cleo. It was, you know, just overwhelming delight, you know, to, to go in and open that door. You know, I think shock originally, but yeah, just absolute overwhelming delight to, to see her um, unharmed.
2: After 18 days of holding hope, Ellie Smith now holding her little girl close.
3: But it was the first time I think to sit down in a more relaxed format and um, have a conversation with them, and and really see uh, Cleo in her home environment. And um, yeah, it was really heartwarming to see, you know, her interacting and and um, you know playing in the backyard and and just being herself and, um, and around her parents.
2: Cleo wrapped in her mother's arms as she was taken to be interviewed by specially trained police. They now begin the painstaking task of finding out what happened to her inside this stranger's home.
3: Her physical well-being seemed okay, but there's a lot of work to be done with a child of such young age to understand what, you know, what they've been through for those 18 days.
2: The man accused of taking her, 36-year-old Terence Kelly, a local Alona, now charged with multiple offences, including kidnapping.
4: We'd identified that this person was a, a person of interest, a suspect. There were some decisions that were needed to be made on the ground by Cameron and the team.
2: Minutes to midnight, an hour before Cleo was found, the search for Australia's most wanted came to an end. A taxi's dash camera captured the moment he was pinned to the ground and arrested. It was like a high-speed chase first. It was one car, then the police cars. The final piece of the puzzle came late Tuesday. The streets of Carnarvon became an active search zone. 11.24pm, police pull over a car on Robinson Street, just four and a half kilometres from the house where Cleo was being held. The evidence against Terence Kelly won't be revealed until trial, but police believe he was at the Blowholes campsite on October 16 to commit small-time theft.
4: For weeks to come, this task force team will still be here. There's still a lot of work to do.
2: Kaziah Dawn, 7 News.
1: For the first time in more than six months, the border between New South Wales and Victoria is freely open to fully vaccinated travellers just in time for Christmas. Both state governments are pushing ahead to normalise living with the virus. Travellers entering Victoria from New South Wales still require a permit. There are no rules for Victorians unless they've been to an area of concern. In both states, more than 80% of the population is fully vaccinated. Sydney residents are being urged to get their booster shots now with the New South Wales Health Minister declaring the state is awash with vaccine. The state is bringing its booster program forward to avoid wastage. Anyone over 18 who received a jab at least six months ago is now eligible.
3: The booster program is ahead of expectations and I think that's a really good thing. It's ahead of expectations. As soon as they're ready, we're ready.
1: Children under 12 could start receiving their COVID vaccines within weeks. Australia is now on track for a Christmas reopening, with the vaccination rate set to reach 80% double-dosed by tomorrow. Let's go live to political reporter Taylor Aiken in Canberra. Good morning, Taylor. National Cabinet's meeting today to discuss the next steps.
2: Yeah, that's right, Jodie. The Prime Minister, along with state and territory leaders, will meet today to discuss the next steps in Australia's reopening plan. On the agenda, international and domestic travel for locked-up states, WA's roadmap to reopen, test and trace and isolation protocols, and, of course, quarantine arrangements. The National Cabinet preparing to take the next step as 79.1% of the eligible population are now fully vaccinated, with the country expected to hit the 80% double-dose milestone tomorrow. And while case numbers are expected to grow in coming weeks, hospitals appear to be coping. Some states will also be pushing for an update on when kids aged 5 to 11 can be vaccinated, with COVID outbreaks still forcing the closure of schools across the country.
1: Okay, Taylor, thank you. We're being encouraged to travel locally and give experiences as gifts this upcoming Christmas season as part of a new national tourism campaign.
4: What if the gift everyone needs this year, it's not a thing, but it's out there.
1: Out where? No,
4: no, out there in Australia, the best gift shop in the
1: world. The $8 million campaign by Tourism Australia is aimed at giving the struggling industry a much-needed boost. Organisers of the Australian Open are hoping for near-normal crowd conditions for the tournament. The Melbourne Grand Slam event will be reportedly staged before capacity crowds and strict separate fan areas will be axed for 2022. The popular day ground passes will be back and tickets will come with a refund guarantee for COVID-related disruptions. Residents from Moree will be taken out of the Queensland border bubble despite being 76 per cent fully vaccinated. Authorities are scrambling to control a worrying COVID outbreak on the border. Meanwhile, Gundawindi won't go into lockdown despite recording three new locally acquired cases. They are one of the most vaccinated places in Queensland with 83 per cent double dosed. Today, Australians will learn when and how we can travel to WA. Premier Mark McGowan will unveil a roadmap, which he says includes significant detail. He warns nothing is certain and it's all subject to change. On Saturday, more exemptions will be available to people from New South Wales. Australians are being warned to get their Christmas shopping done now to avoid missing out as the global shipping crisis continues to wreak havoc. Freight costs are soaring and industrial disputes are slowing down the country's ports.
4: Businesses can't rely on the cost of shipping, they can't rely on supply, it's really causing havoc right across the economy.
1: Among 351 ports surveyed globally, Sydney ranked 337 for efficiency. Melbourne, Fremantle and Adelaide are also in the bottom 15%. In what's been described as a historic decision, every farm worker in the country is to be paid a minimum rate of $25 an hour. The Fair Work Commission has made the ruling following evidence that some fruit pickers received just $3 an hour because their pay was based on the amount of fruit they harvested.
3: Can't wipe the smile off my
4: face today. It's an absolutely monumental win for over 100,000 hard-working fruit and veg workers.
1: The Farmers' Federation says the ruling comes as a bitter blow when the country can least afford it. New research shows we're living longer than ever before. A baby boy born today is expected to live to 81.2 years, a baby girl to 85.3. Life expectancy for men is also improving at a faster rate than women. Australians will live longer than those in New Zealand and the UK, but Japan and Switzerland continue to lead the world. With Australia set to approve COVID vaccinations for children as young as five, some of our brightest minds are working to take the tears and fears away from needles. They're working on the friendly alternatives to the traditional jab.
4: The COVID approved jab, tried and tested. The best protection against COVID, both for Australia and the world is vaccination. But it's still a jab, and now there may be hope for those who say the needle is a no-no. If we can help them get over that hesitancy, that would be a great idea. Two possibilities. The first, a nasal spray. The second, a patch. Both Australian innovations that one day could become lucrative exports.
0: It's not going to be about coal, it's not going to be about sheep, it's all about transitioning us to a knowledge economy.
4: The nasal spray from Sydney company NanoCell will introduce the same properties used in the approved vaccines using nanotechnology.
3: The idea is to remove limitations, potentiate better patient compliance and outcomes.
4: A tiny bandage by Brisbane-based Vaxis is much easier to administer than a needle. Trypanophobia, or fear of needles, affects around 30% of adults and up to 50% of children. These technologies not only provide solutions to that phobia, could also allow doctors and nurses to finally put down the syringe.
3: Making things easier for the patient makes things easier for the Healthcare Practitioner Alliance
4: The spray and the patch will start trials next year. Tom Saker, 7 News.
1: They're cute, they're cheeky and at long last they're able to welcome visitors. These lion cubs, three boys and two girls, are less than two months old and they're the first to be born at Taronga Zoo in almost two decades. The sanctuary's just reopened and a new observation platform has been built so you can watch them playing, exploring or simply having a snooze. Checking finance now the Dow Jones is trading down this morning the Nasdaq is higher in London the FTSE added and Germany's DAX gained closer to home Japan's Nikkei closed higher Hong Kong's Hang Seng rose the All Lords finished higher as did the ASX 200 on the commodities market gold is trading at 1792 US dollars an ounce oil is 80 US dollars a barrel the Aussie dollar is buying 73.97 US cents 84 Japanese yen and a dollar New Zealand Britain has become the first country in the world to approve what's been called a game-changing COVID pill. In clinical trials, the drug halved the risk of hospitalisation and death, but experts warn it shouldn't be relied on as a first line of defence.
0: Prevention is better. It is always important that people get fully immunised and not rely on this pill. It is not a magic pill.
1: The UK's medical regulator recommended Molnupiravir be used as soon as possible after a positive test. Hollywood star Dwayne Johnson says he won't use real guns in his movies ever again after the fatal shooting incident involving actor Alec Baldwin.
3: As awful as this
1: situation was and is, uh, we have to use this as an example and I think in a way to uh, be smarter as we move forward, be safer. Johnson said his film company would use rubber guns in future, no matter the cost. 30 cars have taken a beating after a tree came crashing down in a parking lot in the US. Owners were enjoying a concert at a nearby Los Angeles theatre when the 15-metre-tall tree collapsed. A woman was taken to hospital with leg injuries, but luckily no-one was trapped in any of the cars. The Queen's health appears to be looking up. Her doctors have given her the all clear to spend the weekend at her country home in Norfolk. The 95 year old left Windsor Castle by helicopter after spending several days resting on medical advice. The monarch is apparently delighted to be having a weekend away. It's the song that signals the beginning of the Christmas season across the world, but one bar in the US has put a ban on requests for Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas until the 1st of December. Let's go live now to Tim Lester in our US Bureau. Good morning Tim, who is playing the Grinch here?
3: Morning Jodie, well this is a bar in Dallas and spare some thought for the staff at the bar of Stone, Lee P, who complained that from the jukebox they were hearing uh, that Mariah Carey song way too early, earlier and earlier each year. This year apparently it cropped up in September, they said enough is enough, they put a sign on the jukebox saying that uh, the song will simply not play up until December 1st and if you play it after December 1st there's only one a night. This has caused such a storm on social media across the United States that the star herself, Mariah Carey, has joined what she says uh, to fight against the war on Christmas, Uh, the fuss um, uh, causing a debate as to whether it's fair enough for us to engage in uh, uh, Christmas-like activities like playing her hit months before the actual date the debate rages on. Jody. At
1: least they're allowing it in December. <laughs> Thanks Tim. <laughs> Australia have delivered just what was needed to stay in the hunt for the T20 World Cup semi-finals. Leg spinner Adam Zampa scored a career best 5 for 19 his first 5 for as the Aussies dismissed the Tigers for just 73. And then it was a quick fire run chase for the Aussies, a recalled Mitch Marsh hitting the winning runs as they romped home to an 8 wicket victory. The win moves them ahead of South Africa on run rate. The Aussies face the West Indies next. The title holders losing to Sri Lanka by 20 runs. Golden slipper winner Gary Portelli has slipper ambitions for his golden gift duo. Sajardin and Snitcat are competing in tomorrow's $1 million race for two-year-olds. Sajardin hasn't raced since his breeders' plate win, but Portelli is not concerned.
3: Having five weeks has probably worked out in our favour somewhat. Um, I've been able to sort of back off and then build him back up and have him right for this race. So um, we've got him as good as what we had him when he won the breeders.
1: The Golden Gift will be live and free on 7 tomorrow. Hawthorne President Jeff Kennett has indicated he could be leaving the role sooner than expected. Just months after Alistair Clarkson's messy exit, the Hawks board is about to embark on another succession plan. With confirmation, the board will appoint a new nominations committee over the new year aimed at finding his replacement by June. Kennett's current term is due to expire at the end of 2023. The Storm's recent recruitment drive is growing in size, speed and strength. Will Warbrick, the Hawking Kiwi Olympic medalist, is locked in signing a two-year deal with Queensland speedster Xavier Coates kicking off his career in Melbourne yesterday.
4: Everyone talks about the the, uh, real hard pre-seasons they do and um, I'm about to go into it now. I had my first day today so I'm sort of just bracing for it.
1: Coates will replace Josh addo on the wing. James Duckworth has reached the quarterfinals after an all-Australian battle at the Paris Masters. Duckworth recovered from 1-3 down in the first set to defeat fellow Sydney-sider Alexei Poprin in straight sets. It's the first time the 29-year-old has reached the final eight of an ATP Masters event and will face seventh seed Hubert Hercash for a spot in the semis.
0: Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things.
1: ABBA has shared a sneak peek of their upcoming virtual tour. The dazzling concert trailer gives a taste of how the band members' digital avatars will work in action. It comes on the same day as the release of ABBA's first album in 40 years called Voyage. Taking a look at the weather around the country now, areas of low pressure with troughs will generate rain, showers and storms over Western South Australia, Eastern WA, the Northern Territory, Queensland, New South Wales and Eastern Victoria. Around the capitals today, Brisbane heading for 25 degrees with a shower or two, Sydney 23 with some rain, Canberra 18 and rain, Melbourne 24 with possible afternoon showers. Hobart a top of 21, partly cloudy, Adelaide 29 and mostly sunny Perth heading for 22, partly cloudy. And Darwin 35 with showers. And that's seven early news for this Friday, the 5th of November.